time is 20, 51 and 0 seconds. At the tone, yeah, the time will be, yeah. At the tone, the time will be 20, 52 and 10 seconds. When was the last time you spoke to that woman? <laughs> <laughs> Can't speak to her, Philip. Uh, I used to call her. <laughs> I, I used to call her and the last thing I wanted to know was the time. <laughs> I'd just like to know more about you, my queen. <laughs> so you always have the job. Like, wait, what time do you knock off, girl? <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah, now we're now we're gonna learn your ages for real. If you know what we're talking about, then we know how old you is. <laughs> Even worse, you know if I'm we had to, I had to tap dial to get hold of you. <laughs> and if you guys remember the number, this is this will show real. Dan, do you remember the number? You ain't about that life. I don't remember the number. Nine six zero. Mm, that does sound familiar. Nine six zero. Let me see. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if I call nine six zero now. Or not obviously not on your cell phone. I mean, you got to call it from a landline. No, I just want to see. You, you, you'll be surprised. <laughs> now, if you're wondering what we're talking about, then look, it's all good. You must be enjoying all your youth. I envy you your youth. I hope you're having a great Sorry, time. You are not authorized to dial this number. Hating ass nigga. Yeah, of course it's a man. You know what I mean? Just blocking. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're recording again. Today's a, a different setup. We are currently at my abode and we've got cables everywhere and hopefully hopefully everything comes out proper. Hopefully everything comes out proper. I mean we've done we've done over three hundred of these, Philip. Surely at this point we we know what we're doing. Surely. Yeah. Surely. Surely. So hopefully you will all be listening. No, but definitely. Don't call me Shirley. Anyway, uh, I have to ask, ladies and gentlemen, wait, I don't remember if I set these up. Good to go. Yeah. Are you? Good to go. Sound of a thing, man. Let me hear a drum play. Dan, why is the monitoring level so high, Dan? It doesn't need to be that high. Just drop it a little. Just I, I don't know what you did. I'm sure you changed some things here. No, I did. I made it better. No, now you're wondering why things are high and whatever. No, 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 no. Just don't change anything. Don't change anything for the... Now people are going to be wondering Why does the podcast not sound as crisp as it normally does Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls Read Welcome to another episode of Two Broke Twimbos It's your boys, as per usual My name is Danny That Guy, a.k.a. Danos the Mad Titan, a.k.a. Denford Wegumarain, a.k.a. Denimbi My life, your entertainment, a.k.a. I'm done with these streets Put me on a bus And make my president the driver A.k.a. Akuna Mumwendi Danmu and he's here with one only the unmistakable, the irrefutable, the you will not lock me in a hotelable Phil Chadwick. If Flame Flow is the big boss, bitch. If it's a P. AKA Sexington Lovu. AKA Filthy Phil. AKA DJ Mkara. And of course, a sham worry. Detangere will drink Right. I'm going to start off right now. I need, I need the listeners to understand. This is the most busy 
this is the most stressful. This is the most hectic time of my entire existence. But have we missed an episode, Dan? Well, the main show, anyway. That's <laughs> about to say. Well, <laughs> we have not. We have not. To be honest, we we are as usual the kings of consistency. Just kings, but also of consistency. Can you can you look at what my fiance is doing? You're a really ugly woman, Dan. What? Wait, who's that? That's I guess my face merged with Beyonce's. I don't know what's going on yet. Yo. <laughs> yo, y'all have some kinky, y'all have some kinky fantasies, yo. That's what I'm saying. Y'all, y'all, y'all look. Kinky. I mean, I look cute though. You know what I'm saying? I'd say hi if it wasn't for the little facial hair over there. But anyway, mm. yeah, whatever you guys do, you know what I mean. It's, on, it's none of my business. It's none of the listeners' business. And know? we don't judge. You know what I mean? This is not a place that we judge. We've been trying to let people know that for a long time. Whatever your situation is, as long as it's not hurting anybody, we're not going to judge you. I mean, we may laugh at you. We may laugh and we may point out things that are a little off, mm. but we're not going to judge. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, I like this setup. You know, I, I feel like we're one of those American podcasts, you know, where they sit on the couch mm. and they just start rambling, you know, like, uh, is, is this, is this what creates a fertile environment for the toxic masculinity? Is this, is <laughs> what, for the patriarchy? Do you already feel it bubbling in you? Mm. You feel it bubbling in you? Yeah, you, you really man, these females, <laughs> man. <laughs> the thing is, why are you marrying someone and they drink? Huh? <laughs> Man, people are stupid, bro. <laughs> I can't. I, I. Do you know Twitter was nice before you all found it, man? Anyway, uh, do you know what the problem was? It was when Econet gave us that free. It was no, it was Econet and Net One. When they that free Twitter, yeah, but, yeah. Then people discovered it, and then yeah, yeah, there was no going back from that. That's that's so elitist. That's so messed up. Look, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, so. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, before we get into the podcast, thank you very much for the support that you show us. And I would love for you to continue showing that support to booktumbles.com forward slash donate, uh, Patreon, Chichi, what, 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 what. Um, Philip, next week I will not be able to record. Why? I'll be in Zaragoza, Spain. So? Or I might still be in Barcelona. It depends on where I am in the in transit. And um, yeah, no. So I have a packed schedule that includes evening tours mm. uh, of the museums and uh, tourist sites in. Tarakosa. You'll notice how I'm pronouncing it the correct way. Do you know I went to the Spanish embassy <laughs> to, to get the visa, to do the visa. I still haven't got the visa, by the way, so this might still come bite me in the, in the hiney. But I went there and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm asking them to fast track a visa for me. I really want to give a good impression. I went on, on YouTube. I downloaded different, or, or rather I watched several different greetings. Mm-hmm. So you just Buenos dias Dias Buenos, Buenos dias Como se ama And you know <laughs> mi, The way she looked <laughs> The way she looked at me For like three seconds Can I help <laughs> I'm here for a visa Dad, Dad You know I just realized You know like When we meet someone Who's white mm-hmm. And they Greet you in Shona <laughs> You know like How it doesn't really It doesn't endear It doesn't bang You know <laughs> That's exactly what, that's the reverse. You're doing the reverse of them. It's just like, why, why are you doing this? Why? Anyway, I was trying to make a good impression and clearly that didn't work. But hopefully if I get my visa, I'll be in España. So uh, look, ladies and gentlemen, perhaps you can persuade Phil to record an episode on his own. Or maybe while I'm there, we can, try, you know, while I'm on the tour bus and we are seeing something boring for a while. I, you know, maybe I can call in. I don't you know. know. I think, I think, I think we can take a week. Okay, I, I, th- I, I, th- I think, you know what? That's actually good because that'll allow us, we can do a double hitter 
with the mental wellness episodes. <laughs> Since we have quite a few piled up. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. It balances. Balance. So ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, things are getting busier and busier. So it's your support that keeps us going. All right. So yeah. So please be aware. Next week, we're just going to take a quick skip. It won't be a skip because we'll put something out, but you know, then we'll... Then Not going to lie. If it wasn't for the patrons, ah, guys would have taken a, 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 a four-week break. But I want to take this opportunity to promise you that when I come back, I'm going to be insufferable. Do you remember how I was when I first came back from Europe, Philip? Ha! <laughs> ay, 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 What do you mean, remember? Then you do it every week, Nanas. Do you remember that time when I went to Europe? <laughs> when I go back to Europe again. But no, this time I'm going to be representing you because my, my, I'm more in touch with my African self now. So I don't feel the need to pander to these Europeans anymore. So I got you. Don't worry. I may even deface some... Arch- Wait. This episode comes out when? Uh, my visa is granted. Yeah, I know. I'm, I, you know, just in support of Africa. I'm never going to... De- I'm not going to deface anything. I won't do that. But yeah, uh, let's start the podcast as we normally do with Zimbabweans doing it big. Huge shout out to Greedy South who like to keep a good chronicle of Zimbabweans all over the world doing some stuff. They have a great story uh, titled From Rural Wedza, Zimbabwe to New York Fashion Week. And it's a feature on uh, someone by the name of Taps Galantino, uh, who is uh, on the cover of the fashion magazine. We have featured him before. He's on the cover of the magazine uh, 10 Men or Men 10. I don't know how to say it. There's a men and there's a 10. Is that Men 10 or 10 Men? Yeah, both. It's either Men 10 or 10 Men. Um, yeah, so or I'm many at, men. We we have featured them before, but if they do something big again, I mean, I'm gonna say, yo, shout out to you for gracing the cover of this ten men or men, ten men Australia. It's issue twenty, a quarterly, a quarterly British British luxury niche fashion magazine. So yeah, think Vogue, think uh, Vanity Fair. That's the kind of magazine it is, and uh, my man's uh, doc- documents his story. Uh, Taps Galantino all the way from Wedza, Zimbabwe to New York Fashion Week. Congratulations, my man, and well done for the hard work that you are doing. Well done, well done, well done. We kind of brushed over it last week because of, I don't know what the reason why we brushed over it was, but shout out to the Zimbabweans who were nominated in the, in the, hmm, in the, in the Afrima Awards. Specifically, um, that I, I forgot to mention Nati O, and that's such a bad. Can't do that. So congratulations, Tammy Moya. Congratulations, Winky D. And congratulations, uh, Nati O, who's nominated for Antipater Power. Winky D obviously is hippie again. And uh, Tammy Moya was nominated in uh, Best Female for... Uh, I, I don't know if it was for anything, but she was just nominated. Uh, Shasha as well, by the way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we actually have quite a few Zimbabweans represented at uh, the awards shows. Cool. Um, some follow-ups from previous episodes. Um, we have been paying close attention to the Rick Ross concert. Uh, that is going to be really? a big deal. A little bit of attention. We just got news of, I think, there's only one left that we don't know of. But so far, we've discussed that there's going to be Holy Ten and Takura. Um, also opening for Rick Ross is going to be none other than... Nasty C. Mm. Um, he shall be, um, an, I don't know if it's fair to call him an opening act, but I guess it is what it is. Mm. Once again, I have to, I, I'm not, hey, you know, I need to be very careful. With my Let's words. call him a supporting act. No, and to be careful with my words here. 
shout out to Shelly doing amazing things. You know, shout out to the team there at Raw Entertainment. You know, we see you. However, if you have now invested monies to fly Rick Ross into the country, and you further invested monies in Takura, in Holy Ten, and soon to be other supporting acts. One more, I believe. And uh, Nasty C. Why are you still at Rainbow Towers? That is a very good question. Um, perhaps Rick Ross's tech rider specifically mentioned indoor venue, in which case Rainbow Towers is the biggest indoor venue we have. Are we sure about that? I'm not, I'm just, I, I don't know. I'm just giving a... I can't think of a bigger venue than Rainbow Towers, than HICC. Why? But <laughs> you're going to have all these others. I still can't get over the fact there's going to be tables right in front of this day. <laughs> anyway, we wait to see. How, I mean, look. Fam, STC is going to perform Juice Back. Rick Ross is going to be performing BMF. And the first thing he sees and looks into the crowd is being us chilling at their table. Well, you know, the ladies that they bring to the tables will give him the energy he needs and hopefully they're, you know, good looking, dress nice, GG. I mean, it might be a good energy. Can you imagine flying all the way to Zim for a soiree show? <laughs> this is a matinee, bro. This is a matinee. This is a stand-up. This is a stand-up. An acoustic night with Rick Ross and Nasty C. <laughs> hustling, hustling. I think I'm Big Meech. Larry Hoover. Then in the background, you just got, wait on. Make sure that's medium rare steak. Thank you. Whipping work. Hallelujah. One nation. I just got my juice back. (laughs) Juice back. Now, last week we spoke about the death of, um, shout out to, okay, I can't remember their names, but the guys who host um, the other podcast, Six Foot Weights. Um, I heard I heard them call 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 the the lady who died London Gogo. <laughs> I cracked up. No, I know, I know. You guys, props for that because I cracked up. I cracked up. (laughs) So, last week we spoke about the fact that London Gogo had died. So, London Gogo. um, Obviously, it was apparently it's 10 days of mourning. So, there's a lot that's been going on. And just following up on that discussion, this past week we saw um, heads of state from all over the world getting into one uh, place, including Zimbabwe's own president, who also went to the funeral. Now, a lot of the stories that were going around were the fact that uh, all the African leaders were put in a bus, whereas Joe Biden... No, but it's not, there were a lot of... I, I know that's not what happened. I'm just saying the agenda that was being pushed was, ah, Africa, how can you really do this? So the truth of the matter is, all the heads of states, bar a few... China. China and the United States. And Australia. And Australia. Uh, who perhaps insisted on their security protocols. And fair enough. I mean, if you think you're on par with Joe Biden, okay. Uh, big, Joe, big, Joe's, big Joe's car hopped on a ship. No, I'm sorry. Hopped on, on a plane. plane. Hopped on a plane with him. It was like, yo, yo, where I go, you go, bruh. So as much as the jokes are funny and as much as I get that the agenda needs to agenda, 
I'm I'm happy to laugh at the jokes, but please remember, it wasn't just African president. It was all heads of states, but, except for a few who are probably viewed as like, we won't come if you don't follow these protocols. And if, you know, and they really wanted them there. So they were willing to follow those protocols. Do you think, do you think if uh, our own president said, I won't come if you don't follow my security protocols, they'd have been like, okay, we'll change them for you. And I'm like, okay. Okay. What is this security protocol? <laughs> That's not the point, Philip. My point is <laughs> most other heads of state, including Emmanuel Macron, but not limited to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I saw him, his pictures in the buses as well. I mean, they were fancy buses. Yeah. It's fine. It's okay. Yeah, they were greyhounds, guys. Why are you complaining? <laughs> they were nice. It's not like they were chicken buses. They were nice. <laughs> but still, the jokes were ah, funny, so I appreciate it. No, the, the part that killed me is I, I shared it with you guys. I wonder if it's uh, I still got it. I said it. I said it in that other group where I was watching the news, and they were literally heads of state queuing to catch a bus. Yeah, and I was like, "Yo, someone needs to make a skit of a windy saying, my bedding, my bedding." What are you going Let me find this item. Uh, we spend. A, we talk a lot. Here we go. It was in the lacto group of royalty waiting for a bus and forming a queue. It's a sign of the global reverence commanded by Queen Elizabeth. And in the images, it's literally multiple European heads of state in an actual bus queue. <laughs> like they had the taxi rank at 5 p.m., bruh. I, I don't know. Like, the people who made think pieces about it, y'all need to chill, honestly. No, but do you know what I need to understand, Dennis? Mm. I, I, I'm still somewhat perplexed. How bad did we lose? Do you know, like, think about it, Dan. Let me put it this way. The colonial wars. Yeah. Mm. Like, let's say we were in school together. And I bully you. Every day, I bully you. Mm -hmm. I beat you up. I take your lunch money. Every day. And I bully you so badly. When I die, you come and mourn at my funeral. Not (laughs) Not only do you mourn at my funeral, you normally drive a car, mm. but they're like, no, we're taking a shuttle, a Zuko shuttle to the funeral, and everyone has to open the shuttle. And you want to attend my funeral so badly. You attend, and you open the shuttle, and you queue, and you eat the, the coleslaw that gives you manioga. So this is story time, Philip. So in high school, um, Aish, you know, these are people. Anyway, uh, you know what? Enough time has passed. It's okay. So, um, there was a young lady who I got along with very well, mm-hmm. but she was, you know, I mean, I was, I wasn't as cool as I am now in high school. Mm. 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 I was mm. just kind of like there, you know what I mean? Wow. Well, so if you're less cool then, oh, <laughs> good Lord. As you can imagine. Mm-hmm. So there was a young lady who I got along with very well, but she was. Wait, didn't you go to a boys school? I did. I, she, so this was, this was due to holiday lessons. Ah, okay. But either way, I mean, even if we went to boys' schools, we knew our compatriots at the other schools. Um, she was quite popular in the circles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, popular mm-hmm. hot chick, GGG, whatever. And she was dating another guy who was very popular. They were very known as the it couple. Mm. Me and her got along very well. Um, long story short, I don't know what the issues she was having with her man. But then she asked me to be her date to the, I can't remember if it was form four or, or number six leavers. So... I mean, at the time, I was like, I mean, all right, cool, all good, let's do it. 
But what about your mans, though? And he's like, ah, don't worry about him. I'm like, ah, cool. One day, some, a few days later, I got to school and everyone was abuzz like, Dan, bruh, that man was here looking for you. Mm. Going around like, yo, I'm looking for some guy named Dan. Where's he at? Where's he at? Where's he at? Tell him I'm going to break his legs. High school was dramatic for no reason. So, very, very much so. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I never met him. I didn't know. I was like, eh, it's late. Long story short, I didn't end up going to the Levers. I can't remember what happened. Um, but anyway, they, they ended up breaking up and whatever. A few years later, I'm still, I'm still cool with this chick. I mean, we never really dated, but we were now friends and it's cool. Then she's like, oh man, do you remember my ex? Blah, 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 blah. He died, Joe. So his funeral is this weekend. Are you coming? <laughs> I was like, you mean the guy who wanted to break my legs, who literally came to my school and was looking around for me, threatening to break my legs? Mm. No, man, the past is in the past. I mean, you know, he was a really cool guy. Whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, if I come, I am, I am passing water on that grave. So maybe it's best if I don't. If you guys recognize the names that I'm talking about, please don't. I just feel like it's, you know, it's not cool. You know what I mean? Let's just leave things where they are. But yeah. So that's exactly what it's like being asked, would you know, come to the funeral. Except the difference was legs were not threatened to be broken. They were actually broken and arms and other limbs. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm too intellectual. Maybe no, no, Maybe that's the problem. Some people say, some people say everything you're saying is true, but you can't let the past continue to haunt you. Just start from zero. Be a decent person. And to those people, I say, Ay, wow. <laughs> Ay, wow. <laughs> why, can't that, why can't other people be decent? Why do we have to be decent people? Anyway, shout out to the African leaders who were in buses over there in the UK. Um, we are so proud. <laughs> let's talk about a very interesting thing that happened, Philip. Tunas, what happened there, bra? What happened? So... You will recall that uh, at the Victoria Falls Carnival, the this main act. This is where you're going to start. This, where you're <laughs> this, is, this is our main talking this point. Is, for this is where you're going to kick this off. <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, no, I'm not going to phone him. Who did you want to phone? He said he was going to. He said don't to give me a comment. Call him. I'm not going to phone him. Why not? Not at night. Nah. Nah, just call him. Just call nah. him. Ah, Philip, just call him. No. It's for the content. Do it for the content. Nah, not this one. This one, that's not a, there's too many, there's too many layers that I need to get through. So, okay. But he even said, he even said, look, see, mm. uh, look at the last message he said. Yeah. So cool. Him. Nah. <laughs> okay. Here's the situation. You will recall, let me start from the beginning, just in case you're not sure what happened. You will recall that when we spoke about the Vic Falls Carnival that happened in, I believe it was April. Mm-hmm. The main acts were DJ Maporisa. Mafarisa, Mafarisa. Cubs are the small, aka what's fam, fam, I actually like, you know the best thing about this. Yes, you know the best thing about this learning thing? their names. I learned that my police's middle name is Sunny Boy. <laughs> Sunny Boy. <laughs> and what's and what what's what's Cubs's name? What's Cubs's name? Oh my goodness, wait. I Hold on, I got WhatsApp. it here. I got it here. I got it here. Oh man. Oh no, that was the best part. Uh, is Petros Cabello Mota. Uh-huh. So and and, and uh, is Temba Sunny Boy Sekoy. Sunny Boy. <laughs> so <laughs> they were billed as the main acts of the Vic Falls Carnival. I, I know you're right. No South Africa. Listen, South Africa. Listen, the Zimbabwean name jokes die today. <laughs> they die today. Sunny Boy is mild compared to what we have here. So I mean, we get laugh, <laughs> but look, let's be real. <laughs> we win that one. Clear, fair and square. 
Vic Falls Carnival, Cubs are the, um, Maporiasa, Cubs are the small and Shasha. All three of them didn't turn up. No explanation given. We will, you will recall if you listen to this podcast that the promoters had a gripe and they put it out on their social media. They demanded answers. They even threatened to sue. Shasha came out with her own uh, response where she basically said, I'm really sorry about what happened. Um, I'm sorting out the guan. And I'm sorting out the guan. I'm going to fix it. So at least she said something. But Maporiasa and Cubs have said nothing. It's the Nyaya seemed to die down until this past weekend. My body and Cubs are in Vulawai for a gig. Mm-hmm. Just so happened to be there. Mm-hmm. And then Zimbabwe was like, right. So you decided to come by yourself. Well, no, they, they, but they did it. They actually did not come by themselves. They, well, came, they, they came fully prepared. <laughs> <laughs> they came fully prepared for what lay before them. So the delegation flew into Bulawayo on Sunday. This past Sunday, and um, they also came with their lawyer, and then um, they were detained. I don't want to say arrested because I don't think they were taken to prison, but they were detained. Mm. And uh, money was demanded, money was exchanged. There were a lot of conflicting reports that I saw, but there was a apparently a an air quote security of something in the region of eighteen thousand US dollars that was paid. Uh, some other article I saw, someone else said. Uh, that that was the amount that they had been paid for their gig, so they were supposed to give back their money, and that's what that was. Others said no, it was just a security. Um, and then uh, following up again, there was now another court injunction that the money had to be given back to them because you you had no right to demand that money. Yeah, it's just a back and forth. So reading this even on on Monday, uh, I'm not going to mention names, but someone someone who was involved with this. Gave me, send me a message on Friday. He's like, yo, I'm going to be in Zim over the weekend. And I was just like, why would you be coming with the Scorpion Kings? Okay, cool. Do your thing. And he's like, yo, are you coming through? I was like, ah, no, Saturday, this weekend, uh, we've got an event. Plus, I'm shooting a music video, so won't be. I'll tell you about the music video later. It's going to be a banger, dance. It's going to be a banger. Um, and then come Monday, it all started to make sense. Oh, that's why. Oh. But to my surprise, as I'm sure you saw with the, the document being um, spread on social media, there was an official court document from the Chief Justice of Zimbabwe demanding this money be paid as surety to ensure the release. If not, then... They um, were to be arrested. Cubs were arrested because there were no... Um, I forget the, the term of assets... That, that could be attached. There couldn't be any assets attached. So their, their freedom would actually be the asset that would be attached in lieu of this debt. Now, Dan, you and I are by no means lawyers. In fact, you know, we should call our, our legal correspondent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's probably in a meeting, but we just call. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know, Dan. To me, I think an $18,000 dispute, granted, it's a significant amount of money, but in the grand scheme of things, for a chief justice, be involved. I think that's really low on the on the, on the totem pole, wouldn't you say? Look, so the, that's, that's, eighteen thousand dollars. It's two laptops. It's two laptops. It's two. It's two laptops <laughs> that are approved by Parliament. Okay, so you know. <laughs> but the second thing is, and as you just mentioned, and there was no mention of this in the document. Do you remember this this issue actually going to trial? No. Well, well Cubs and Mapodis are found guilty. Nope. So make it make sense. So I'm, I'm, uh, uh, there's a lot of holes in this whole situation, actually. Do you know what the funny thing about this whole thing is? 
yeah. is the, the the day this person was coming and they told me they're coming and I was just asking, so what's the situation like? And I was like, yo, my guy. I was even showing the message. I was like, Zim is broken right now. And I was like, what do you mean? It's like, hopefully elections. I'm like, ah, dude, I don't think elections are going to, like things are broken in every way possible. And talk about it, getting to see it firsthand. Experience it. <laughs> so I find this part very interesting. So uh, these are allegations. An insider that was reporting to Zim Live, apparently. says an idea was broached to Maporisa that the borders are porous and it was possible to get them into Botswana, i.e. if they wanted to escape. That, that sounds like... That imagine that imagine going like on the run for two laptops. Anyway. <laughs> no, but I can also see, I can also see Dan. Like that's, that, I can also see someone saying, like, yo, like, let's, let's weigh our options. What are the options? Maybe let's jump the border. Yeah, no, but I'm not going to jump the border because, dude, that's going to mess up my bags. Maporisa says he dismissed, or rather this, this insider told Zim Live, Maporisa dismissed the idea out of hand. He said he was an international brand. If the issue was money, he would simply pay the money. He then decided to make the transfer uh, straight away to the South African bank account of a Zimbabwean businessman uh, who paid you know, you know 18000 yeah. you know the, the funny thing is there? He couldn't make the payment directly himself. No, no, you can't. Because yeah. That's, no, that's no, kind of funny in itself. But no, yeah. but the, the, no, but he can't. I know. That's funny in itself, but yeah. How is it funny? The fact that we, this is our situation in oh, Zim. The, the, oh, the Zim banking system is yes. all messed up. No, the, the funny part here is foreign currency was moved across borders. Yeah. Um, truly must be like, oh, really? Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> because he made a payment that side and then a payment was made this side. So, I mean, you know. Uh-huh. Is that illegal though? I don't think so. Uh, FICA laws allow you to trace because that's, that's literally how you can move money. That's how you can money launder. It says here, just three hours before their 4.15 p.m. flight to Joburg was to take off, they were cleared to leave. and The arrest warrant was lifted. Mm. Um, but there's a new wrinkle in the case, Dan. Yeah. What's the wrinkle? Oh, you didn't see? Oh, that's what I'm saying. The They were ordered to return the money. Yes, yes, yes. That's a, okay, yeah, yeah. So I was going to get to that. Um... So this is um, this is the High Court of Job. This held at Bulawayo, blah, 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 blah. This is in chambers. So before the Honorable Justice Amakonese, he is the one that ordered that, yo, um, basically there's impropriety in this decision. So the first respondents being Vic Falls Carnival and the second respondents being the Sheriff of the High Court of Zimbabwe, you guys were wrong for this. Return that money. There the are legal channels in which you can pursue this case. This was not the way to do it. Mm. Which, I mean, yeah. <sighs> Zimbabwe is something else, bro. You know, like, it's, it's almost like we see that there's a powder keg about to explode. And instead of trying to find a way to defuse the situation, we're like, nah, let's throw some gas on that. Let's just see how it turns out. Because did you see the comments under these things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just like, ah. Uh. So... <clears throat> So what kind of comments were you seeing? Just ignorance mm-hmm. or xenophobia. And other things like people are so I I don't know if it's if the if the, if it's just like panic a disease, like if people are allergic to paper. I think that's what it is. <laughs> people are allergic to words and they're allergic to paper. Like any form of knowledge or edification gives them the hives. Because how we, like, I don't understand how you can afford a phone but be this stupid. It, it's just, I, I don't get it. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. People love to talk on things they have no understanding of, which is fine. Um, 
if Vic Falls Carnival pursued this via the proper channels, there would be a court case or there would be a makeup show. I also, it also seems, and it's pretty clear, that Kabza and Maporisa have no problem flying into Zimbabwe because the reason why they arrived prepared for this situation is because they knew what was going to pop off. Mm-hmm. So this was more of a statement as much as it was, yo, we didn't do anything wrong. So they clearly know something that we haven't been privy to. There have been rumors that have been discussed. I'm not going to get into them because unless it's documented, I don't know. But the way that they are moving, I'll say that much, I can deduce that it sounds like, at the very least, the terms of their contract were not met. It's unfortunate that they've never spoken on the issue. But unless they are incredibly brazen, if you have failed to honor a contract and then you come back to that person's backyard to honor another person's contract yeah. while not honoring theirs, something's amiss here. And it's not like years later. Um, it's six months later. Literally, not even six, less than six months. April to now? Yeah, maybe around six months. So, yeah. Clearly, there's more information that will come out, I assume. And, and now that this is in the public domain and we're going to be looking at court, it's going to be very interesting to watch what's happening. But I'll tell you what I don't like. I don't like that this feels like it's becoming a trend. What is? This, um, we're going to arrest South African acts here. Over, it, it almost feels like abusing resources that we have here. Because you remember what happened with TXC? No. I, what, what, no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> And then this now, and then no, I I think what what you're describing is a symptom. It's not the actual issue. The issue here is, and I I come back to it. The system is so broken, right? People use the law, or they use state resources, like their personal security forces. And this has been going on for years. How many times have we discussed people being? Then even you yourself. Yes. Were you not a victim of this? I yourself? was indeed. So you people have been doing this for years. But now you've downtrodden the Zimbabwean acts so much. Zimbabwean acts don't have leverage. If you, you I'm not even gonna put their business out there, but if you guys were to, to know how much local acts are getting paid versus international acts, you would you would break down into tears. So they have no leverage or means to fight back. And as we also discussed privately and publicly, being right is not fashionable. Mm. Like even in my personal life, I, I was ranting to an association, ah, dude, I don't even understand. But I'm somehow the bad guy for trying to do right. You know what I mean? Mm. And that's across the board. So now you transpose that where you've got a, a, a culture of people used to getting what they want, used to abusing state resources, and they don't get what they want uh, from South African acts, they throw a fanny wobble, uh, as, as Shumi would say. <laughs> <laughs> they have a fanny wobble, mm-hmm. and then this is the result. Because this was a clear, this was a clear extrajudicial uh, squeeze job. Yeah. But to do it in front of the world, 
to do it in front of like guys why are you doing this with the kings of our you guys do you guys understand what you are doing do you know that like i don't and okay but I, I, okay but i think i'm being dramatic right but the repercussions of this of this incident here yeah, are going to be far reaching but you know what phil um while we are sitting here and we are simply assuming that maporisa and cabza went the right no 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 we're not assuming that at all what i'm saying is i i'm deducing i'm just saying i'm not i'm it's, it's not a definite i'm just saying they're kind of moving like people so they 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 might they might be in the right or they just might have really big cojones mm. one of the two but what we can deduce here and what was on monday it was clear to me and i'm not a lawyer i'm like fam why would the chief justice be getting involved in an 18000 dollar entertainment dispute secondly how do you then deduce that these people must pay $18,000 or be imprisoned in lieu of that $80,000 when they haven't been found guilty even if there's documents then if you, if you sell me a cow whatever if you sell me a car and you deliver the car and I don't pay if you go to a judge and you say yo judge he's driving the car here's our agreement i've never received the money where in the world would the judge say no return the car immediately or the judge would say okay let's go to court present all the facts and let's come to a verdict mm. which obviously makes more sense so that in within itself i it boggles my mind I, I, all i'm saying is i think most zimbabweans felt or when the story first came out that these guys missed their show and they didn't say anything and didn't say anything then the promoter came out and said guys I'm really sorry about what happened we we were hoping these guys would come but they haven't said anything then threatened to sue and so on obviously there was one side of the story being told most zimbabweans felt wow we have been disrespected yeah and i think many zimbabweans somewhat celebrated the fact that these guys are being detained or or arrested even though they weren't they were not specifically arrested but it looks bad for kabza and maporisa because they have not said anything and there's been no information coming from their side so all we're hearing is that they took money for a show they decided not to show up and they haven't said anything since why wouldn't you go through every single method available at your disposal to try and get your money back but again like you're saying was one of the methods at their disposal the chief justice and um taking money before it actually goes to court and then at the same time the way this uh, news article describes it is maporisa was just like ah bra i don't have time for this just give them money and we'll figure it out later that's it sounds like that was his whole angle behind this so maybe maybe it they were not, they were not expected to pay the money right there and then but I, i don't know man it just it all smells very funny and i can't wait to see the full details as they come out <laughs> That's that's our favorite go to line the full details. As we get the full details, we will be there. We will be on the ground. I wonder, you... I wonder if Tuli came. No, I actually missed it completely. Did Tuli come to Zim? I think she might have. Tuli. Uh, I mean, Tuli, Sha- Tuli, Sha- Tuli, Sha- Tuli is Piano Hub's um, road manager. Tuli. Uh, oh, okay. This is Tuli. Shasha Shasha came through 2 weeks ago to mm-hmm. Fiesta Fiesta. Mm-hmm. Seems always forgiven. I mean, she had a, a good solid number of people at her show. It was good. It was, I was enjoyed. Enjoyed. Yeah. So I mean, she although, said hi. By the way, did I tell you she said hi? Yes, yes, you did mention that. <laughs> then she also said, 
Nej, den, 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 den. <laughs> okay. Um, Philip, let's get back into white people's business. <laughs> you know, it felt right last time when we discussed uh, Don't Worry Darling. And I think, you know, I think we need to have a white people business segment on our podcast. What do you think? <laughs> What's the theme song going to be? Like, like, like a mayonnaise ad? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it should be mm-bop, doop-dap-da, mm-bop. You know, I got you. I got you. <laughs> this is our white people business segment on the podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> so this is a wild story. And this on, is why I'm, I'm loading it up. Hold on. I'm loading it up right now. So, so we, we got to bring it in right. We got to. Come on now. Coke on the beach. Who remembers Stitch Matazz? you in the mood. <laughs> You remember the words? I don't, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Hmm. Yeah, there's a yeah coming. This is a long verse. In the end, they be the only ones there. And that concludes our intro <laughs> to white people business. Staying way too long. There's a, there's a metaphor there. If you're outstaying, it's welcome. Yeah. I mean, you can read into that what you will. So this week, there was a very interesting story that, uh, that broke. <laughs> well, two, really. <laughs> An Instagram model by the name of Straw something or other. Sumna Straw. Sumna Straw. Yo, man. Yo. <laughs> she decided to post up a video and said... Um, but that, that was the weird part. She kept saying, I'm being manipulated. I was filming... I was like, ma'am, ma'am. She said... I'm just going to rip the bandaid off because I've retaken this like 10 times now. Actually, I don't even want to... I'm not going to say play what she said. It's like long. Basically, she said, yo, um... Adam Levine has been um, hitting on me and we've been having an affair for like a while now. Like, oh my God, Adam Levine and I have been doing stuff together. And then she produced her receipts uh, uh, by showing her um, Instagram DMs. Now you're wondering. I mean, so, I mean, you know, famous person hooks up with, you know, Instagram Mm -hmm. model. Wife doesn't know. I mean, terrible behavior, but eh. You know, happens all the time. Mm. Well, the reason this became a huge story is because, number one, we had got to have an insight into the flirting um, <laughs> methods of famous white people. And also that, the, the naming habits of how they, of the kids. And that was the big one because apparently they had had their affair and their affair had stopped. And then a while later, Adam Levine DMs her and says, yo, I'm thinking of naming our next kid Sumna, which is her name after you. If that's cool with you, what do you think? He says, I'm dead serious. And that's what people lost their minds over. Like, wow, cheating is one thing, but being so brazen as to cheat and then name the child that you're having with your wife after the person that you were cheating with? Damn, that's crazy. And so it became a whole discussion. 
Now, you'll recall that uh, Adam Levine's wife is from, I think it's Namibia. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we, we got some inside information in our, uh, one of the episodes that we had uh, with uh, Bantu a while back. Now, I like Maroon 5. In general, I think I've liked the way Adam Levine has moved in general in life. But yeah, this was wild. You know, I think it's time for dramatic reading of how thirsty Adam Levine is because <laughs> my man's was doing a lot. So <clears throat> here's some of the, the messages he sent to. Keep in mind, there are three women who have now come forward with, with thirsty DMs. So we will go through each of them painstakingly. How many minutes have we done so far in this episode, Dan? Um, let's not take a look at time, Phil, you know. You know what I mean? Let's just, yeah, let's just make sure we talk. Oh, wait, <laughs> hold on, Phil. While you're, while you're, I just want to have uh, the right sort of, Sound bit. Yeah, I got I got a good one for you. I know the exact one that we need to play. If it's not seventies porn music, you're you're way off. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're gonna play. We're gonna play something that makes sense. Uh, I think we're gonna go all the way to songs about Jane. Um, and I think um, I think I I think the correct song to play is this one. Perfect. Please go ahead. It is truly unreal how effing hot you are. Like it blows my mind. <laughs> I mean, I think the same. Seeing you in person, I was like, mm, I'm effed. You are, you are 50 times hotter in person. And so am I. <laughs> oh my God, that's so corny. <laughs> yeah, no, I think the attention could be intensified. This plane is so effing hot. Holy S. <laughs> Wait, where's the one we was talking about the booty? <laughs> oh, that's that's the second that's the second accuser. <laughs> it's the second accuser. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> oh, hold on. Let me, let me go. Oh, there's so many. Uh, oh gosh, here we go. Yes, it, it, this is this is now the second lady. Don't ever apologize for being human. <laughs> but I didn't. I would definitely take some time when I change. Haha, <laughs> distract yourself by messing with me. <laughs> oh my god, is that booty serious? Oh my god, I need the booty. Ah. <laughs> so, Yo, what is my what, what is my man's on like? You know what, Dan? Whatever, whatever this is. I think this is Fuka Fuka cheese. I thought that that's what he must be taking. He must be taking Fuka Fuka. So, someone else releases I'm not obsessed with you. Dude, aren't you like married? No. Yes, but it's a bit complicated. Stuff gets hard and the vid thing didn't help. I might get away. A uh, vid thing? I guess a video, he was commenting on a video of hers. Mm. Look. <sighs> That's enough. Still, beautiful song, beautiful song. So, um, I... As, as an institution, mm. Two Broke Twimbos um, does not condone or support breaking commitments, um, losing faith. And I mean, if you want to live a different way, I mean, you all have to agree whatever way you're going to live and whatever you've promised, like keep. That having been said, why would you use your main account? You're a global, you're not just a star. You're like a global superstar. I know why. I have, I have a theory and I know why. Okay, it's, so. F- it's because he's a dweeb and he's got no game. That's fine. 
So the only game he has is is his name. So if you were able to to because the assumption is that he's met a lot of these people in person. Like mm. you look hard in person, you look hard in person, that's what they're saying. So now you've met. Use your burner, say, hey, this is Adam Levine. We met the other night. Give some information that, you know, <laughs> gives proof. Because then you have plausible deniability if the screenshots leak. Like, guys, that's on my account. Are you crazy? But also, we will, we will know in the next month or so how much of a leash he's under. Because if there's no threat of divorce, if, if you don't hear stories of him sleeping on the couch, if you don't hear, yo, he's now sleeping at the drummer's house, whatever the, whatever the name of the drummer in Maroon 5 is, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but no one knows what his name is. If he's sleeping at that dude's house, then we know, okay, madam has uh, turned the screws. But we're not going to care about this in three days. So That is true. Actually, I, I don't care about it right now. Yeah. And I think that concludes this week's <laughs> segment. In, is there anything you'd like to add before we, we wrap up? No, that's pretty much it. I think that's a, a succinct coverage of white people business. Okay. And we're done. This is genius. <laughs> we do this every week. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let us know what you think. Should we be doing white people business every week? I think we should. I think. <laughs> By the way, the Maroon 5 drama is Matt Flynn. <laughs> Yo, actually, of course, actually, his name is Matt. Actually, you know what? I just saw the funniest thing. In fact, I need to, I need to reverse, reverse thing. Um, I saw some white people drama that had me sparked. So wait, actually, I need to reopen. Sorry, give me a second, guys. So going back to white people business, Dan. You know, you know the age-old discussion we have <laughs> on Twitter. Uh-huh. That ongoing discussion as yo. Which one is it about? The who sits in the front, the mother or the wife? I'll or, give you a clue. Mm-hmm. There's a gathering. Oh, at the bry, if someone makes you a plate, standard oh, discussion. You. Do you, did you know that white people also have the equivalent of this? Really? <laughs> Let me give it to you, Dan. Here's the white people equivalent of the issue, Friend or vice versa. There you go. My girlfriend and I were hosting a wine and cheese. (laughs) And I encountered an etiquette dilemma. The day I host a wine and cheese night is the day I move back to Burnley. (laughs) When pouring a round of wine, I then froze as my dilemma occurred, resulting in this email to William to seek resolution. What is the social etiquette on whom to serve wine to first? Should I have served my male friend before before my girlfriend or vice versa? (laughs) We hope William can help sort out this social situation. Many thanks. You're always welcome round for a wine and cheese. Robin Exeter. I would say... Thank you, Will. Hold on. So let, me, let me... Let me... I want to give my opinion first before we hear his. Now, what a pertinent question. Should I serve my male friend first or my girlfriend? Mm. The wine. Your lady partner. Well, William, allow me to answer with a further question. Well, that is very dependent on two factors. Number one... How serious is the girlfriend or lady friend partnership that you have? If it's a casual girlfriend, casual lady friend, that means one thing. However, if she is perhaps living with you, perhaps planning to live with you, perhaps you've been together for a year or two years or longer, something to consider. Secondly, your male friend, how close are you to him? Uh, The answer may surprise you. You don't serve the person you're closest to first. No, you serve the person you're least close to first because they're the least likely to think of it as an issue. So you serve the person who is the most strangery or least close to you. What is the advice that was given? 
male friend or your partner, regardless of your gender, their gender, blah, 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 takes the same status as you, basically. And in protocol, that's sort of how we would do it. So your partner is the same status as you when you are accompanying them. So pour for your friend, regardless of their gender, before you pour for you, plural. Because they're the guest. Because they're the guests. So pour for your guests first. Yeah. And Let, ho- if there's more guests, I'd take it ladies first. Y- yes, maybe historically, but I think gender norms in etiquette are, are slightly changing. So just because they're a woman or just because they're a man doesn't necessarily automatically assume that they are assume. X or Y. Valid, valid, valid reasoning there. Thank but I don't you know how much. old Rob is. Exeter might be a little bit behind the times. I don't know. Uh, but I would probably not just do anything just because they're a woman. I would do something because they're a person. And there we go. That doesn't answer the question. Who? <laughs> so the guest gets served first. So he, they, they're saying that your, the partner is you. You mm-hmm. and your partner are one unit. So you always serve the people outside. But if it's a unit. casual partnership, uh, then they, they're going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> and once again. This is a genius segment, guys. All right. Because we, I think since we're no longer doing the COVID segment, it's time that we introduce the white people business segment. It comes in straight after the main topics and then before we do gagaga. All right, gagaga. Look, uh, we've already spoken about their Freema Awards. Unless there's anything specific you want to mention in the list that we have? Um, the only thing I, I, I noticed was Nati O's nominations are somewhat peculiar because he, he's not in Best Male. Mm-hmm. And that was weird. So Best Male for Southern Africa has Winky D from Zimbabwe. For, for Happy Again. Yes. And that was an eyebrow raiser for obvious reasons. I'm telling you, that song has grown on me. Like, you know. So Nati O is nominated for Best Artist in African Reggae, Raga, and Dancehall. Mm. Uh, he's nominated in... Uh, the same. Do you know who else is nominated in that category? Mm-hmm. Ruga. Mm. Ruga doesn't do reggae or dancehall. Mm. Bad man looking good in the air. That's all right. That's, yeah, that, that is reggae. Doesn't feel reggae at all. Okay. Plus he's got he's got pink hair. That's very dancehall. Oh, of course. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't realize that. Yeah, of course, of course. Have you been following like the the Ruga Rima beef? <laughs> it's quite funny when you get a chance. They always throw subs at each other. And then now Benson is, is involved as well. So now it's Ruga, Benson, and Rima. <laughs> All against each other, or are they factions? And, and no, groups? they just don't like each other. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep moving with our gagaga. Um, this, I suppose this would have been in our We Outside segment, but I wasn't at this. I don't know if you were at the Booties Festival, Philip. Uh, or the Purple Festival, no, sorry. I was working. I, I, I wanted to pass through, but then I was just, ugh, I had so much work going on because we had. Um, Jam Tree, and then we had the chaotic um, event at at Karma. So I wasn't able to pass through, but I actually didn't want to go because the line looked. I haven't seen Freeman in a while, mm-hmm. and I, I I wanted to see Freeman live. Let's go to his album launch. Chris Martin will be. There. I saw that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's hit him up, or shall we call him? Let's call him. Uh, but you know, these are people who I don't know very well. So I'll be like, hey, this is Danny, and they're like, who? And call, no, yeah, Gallus. So let's, let's. call him, call, call him, call him, call him, Then we ask him, can we come to your album launch? <laughs> Philip, nah, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so this past no, weekend. But, no, we should, but are we going? Are we going? Um, I will be in Spain. So, yeah. 
throw me so much money on tickets so um the purple festival was this past weekend what is that you may ask well uh it's the, a health and wellness festival <laughs> it was really a festival that celebrates the eggplant no it was uh <laughs> booties the, the unfortunately named pharmacy line that is in zimbabwe uh, it was their 12th anniversary celebration so they mm. did something called the purple festival which included Jarpreza as uh, the main headline act, including uh, also in the lineup, Killer T, Freeman, and a couple of other people. Uh, Enzo Aishal, uh, Nati O, Feli Nandi, Takura, they were all there. Uh, so, you know, pretty pretty hype sort of uh, lineup, but the tickets were quite expensive, if I, if I saw correctly. I think they were 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. Which is, yo, okay. Um, but, was, for, but for that lineup, that was just right, because that, that was pretty much an uh, all-star cast. It was, but... Zim traditionally hasn't paid that much for fully local acts. So I think this is this is a good sign. Dan, Three Kings concert was how much? But the way that was done, Ka, Three Kings concert was also the same price, but it was it felt like it was an experiment. And it worked, but it was like, I don't know if this is a, a thing that can become a thing. Clearly, it seems to be a real thing now. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just inflation. I well, don't know. And, and also now, Fiesta, headline act for the next Fiesta is Takura. Takura, yeah. All local. They're calling it Hip Hop is Alive, Volume 1. Mm. So that's going to be interesting. Um, here, so again, I have two reviews of the same event with very different tones. Mm. Newsday. The, describing the, the Purple Festival, empty beer bottles flew from all directions to the stage when the Kutonga Kwaro hitmaker had only performed two songs of a set. Japrez and his band were forced to seek cover after the crowd was enraged by the security details who unleashed dogs on revelers while trying to maintain order. The overzealous security was trying to stop people from breaking the bar that separated the stage from the crowd. Japreza only returned to the stage when things had settled. As he took to the stage again, for a moment, trauma was written all over the singer's face. But as he got back to the stage, the crowd went crazy for him, as evidenced by the pushing and shoving, as many wanted to be closer to the stage to be able to have a good glance of the multi-award winning singer. So, uh, wild. Um, the Herald... Festival lives up to billing. Who wrote that? Arts Reporter. Arts Reporter <laughs> really is taking the limelight from Trafalgar these days. Arts <laughs> Reporter's on his grind. Or yeah, their grind, a, rather, you know. You never know who. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so according to them, this was much anticipated, lived up to the billing. Um, I want to see if they mentioned anything about celebration scaled up in the evening as King Herd, Japrez, Afeli Nandi, Enzo Aishal, Kila Titakura. Um, we enjoyed the festival, said people who were there. Yeah, they don't say anything about problems. It was all a great festival. <sighs> We've spoken about security before. Yeah, it's, it's a myth. When I was in Europe. Oh, God. Oh, God. This is, oh, Lord. Please, I, I, I don't want to wish evil upon you, but I, <laughs> I hope that visa doesn't come out. Oh, no, God. Philip. This is, this is not one of those situations. I'm trying to make a comparison here. <laughs> Lord, save, Lord, spare us, please. You can't go Zoka, guys. I'm going to recharge. Oh, he's going he's gonna to come back even worse. Oh, Lord. Like the two times I went to Europe. <laughs> but, guys, I was born in Europe. What the heck? Anyway, so. Oh, so now it's part of Europe now, all of a The police, well, part of it, it depends. The police. <laughs> I was, you know, there was an unfortunate incident. Two unfortunate incidents in which we had to deal with the police while I was in Copenhagen. Now, of course, 
as per usual, a little bit of anxiety, you got to deal with the police. How are we going to get out of this? While I didn't feel, I didn't feel like they were being soft or easy, it definitely felt that these people are here to help. Their whole job is if there's a crime, they're going to try and do whatever they're supposed to do. But as a general rule, it does feel like their goal is to help. And they're actually worried that you might complain about them to their superiors. So it's almost like they're, they're trying to prove to you as they're dealing with you that everything is above board. We cool here, right? There's no complaint you're going to make about me, right? That's the feeling I got when I, de- when I was dealing with them. Never a feeling I've ever felt in Zim or South Africa. Zim especially. And the same applies to security, police, anyone who's in charge of protecting. It's, it's almost like the mindset is, here's a mess we need to take care of as opposed to here's a group of people we need to protect. Mm. I think the mindset around security as a whole is just, I find it weird. I don't There's no, you can't, you're not going to sue for assault. Have you heard of a case where someone sues security for assault, yet we see it happen all the time? Security here is, is junky. <laughs> That's my point over there. Um, moving on in our ga ga ga, we got some more things to talk about. Oh, um, Philip, you know, um, you remember when we had to buy new laptops? <laughs> if only, if only we had found a deal, a square deal, a scorching hot deal <laughs> like this one from Bill Nutt Investments. <laughs> Have you seen the offices? Yes. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, oh, you know what? Okay, give the story that I might comment to. But okay. uh, so the corruption, I, I don't wanna, the, the corruption I, in this country. Like, no, no, I don't want to get too deep. So, um, the Secretary for Finance and Economic Development released a report last week that spoke about rejected tenders. The tender, which had initially been, I think, initially had been uh, approved and then rejected, um, spoke about the supply of 173 laptops. Mm-hmm. And the price for that was um, 1602000 to supply 173 laptops. I was like, wait, what? So I, just doing some quick mental maths, I was like, that doesn't make sense. And that adds up to rough, roughly $9,300 per laptop. Lepijam data. Running the M4, M4 <laughs> chip with 100 gigabytes of RAM. It's got seven keyboards. Tim Cook's personal. Mm-hmm. Personal laptop, a 32-inch screen. <laughs> so, the representative for Blindart Investments, <laughs> named Elizabeth, Lizzie. said, "It's been a bad week for Rizzi's all <laughs> around." My Elizabeth, I'm my wife. Andy, those are lies. We were not only going to supply laptops, but they were also accessories <laughs> of the laptops. <laughs> Did you guys count the mouse? <laughs> What about the case? Did you count the laptop case? <laughs> and the bag. There's a bag. There's also a dongle in the bag. <laughs> As you can see, this thing's screen protector. <laughs> she goes on to say, 
Zimbabwe's a joke, no way. The gadgets in question are Spectra laptops. Yes, HP Spectrum, dad. Those are XC Spectra. They are not just ordinary, but high-end laptops with so many accessories <laughs> that make them reach that amount. Also, <laughs> did you guys count VAT? <laughs> 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 now, nah, uh, do you know like the corruption is so bad? Like the, the thing is, like you know, like when, when corruption is just a level where you don't even bother hiring people with just a modicum of common sense who can just try put a spin, just a, a small spin. I didn't finish your statement. Oh, sorry. Please continue. I'm sorry. I can't talk further. I'm driving right now. <laughs> Uh, look. Um, oh no, that's funny. This is obviously not going to be a commentary on. I don't want to get into a commentary of corruption and what, what, what. But this is egregious. This is so. You know the funny thing is, this is probably one of the few topics I am very qualified to speak on. Because have, have you applied for government tenders? For I have indeed. Mm-hmm. I fulfilled government tenders. So mm-hmm. at my old job, this is literally what we do. We would supply, um, particularly, we used to do business to consumer, then we started doing business to business, and then we started supplying schools and government institutions with, with laptops. So I was the person tasked as the procurement, I was sales and procurement and marketing. You know, I had so many jobs at that last company, Ooh, but uh, I learned so much. My job was to go and, and find suppliers. I'd find suppliers in America. I'd find suppliers in South Africa and I'd find suppliers in Hong Kong and mainland China. So, so you always had to do three quotes? No, no, no. I, I eventually you, you yeah, once you get the, the once you once you've you've built relationships with the yeah. suppliers, you, you now know which supplier to get what from. Uh, and especially to, uh, depending on turnaround times and so forth. So for example, we're not going to get desktops from America because desktops from America use 110 volts. Plus there's about a three month turnaround time from purchase to delivery. So sometimes you'd get desktops from South Africa, but if you wanted to get cheaper desktops and you had more leeway with time, I'd go to Hong Kong, um, order from Hong Kong, get them here. You know what I mean? And with, with all of these, there was rigorous paperwork that was required. Um, have, you, have you ever applied for a tender, Dan? I have not in my personal capacity, but, but I have even, been even involved. As, even I, as a company. So you, you know yeah. you've got a you've got you've just gotta you've gotta pay for the privilege to be even considered to just drop the envelope off. Yeah. And then you've got to meet certain requirements for that. You've got to have your CR 14s your company registration, all that. You also have to have audited financial reports, mm-hmm. as far as I remember. Granted, I have not done B2B sales since twenty fifteen, because that's when I left my last job. So things might have changed since then. But last I recall, we had to have audited financial reports. And normally, even till this day with my new company, what happens is they're site inspections. Sometimes Zimra will just call you up and be like, hey, um, there's a listed address for your, your company. We're coming to do a site inspection. NASA phone. We're coming to do a site inspection. I'm assuming you would still have to be um, subject to the, those, uh, what's the word? Uh, business operation uh, check, checkpoints, whatever. So it's very concerning and surprising that this is indeed the case because as part of the terms of the tender, when we would submit, we would, on our proposals, we would not, we'd submit the full specs and I would have to design the whole booklet. So images of the laptops, front and back, the prices, mm-hmm. 
the cost price from our supplier, our 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 margins, anything, and a fair margin is thirty percent, right? And then all the specs justifying the costs, justifying why you're the right supplier, justifying why a government should spend money on this. Is this a good laptop to for them to invest in? Is it going to last long? Is it future proof? All these things. So for me to see something like this go through, it's I don't like Dan. It's it's so deflating because you're like. So what was the point of me doing all that that I did? And you know the, the the thing is, especially with tenders, even now, like when you're applying for other things, maybe if if you're lucky, if you're lucky, Dan, you're getting a twenty percent win rate. Like that's that's good. So a fair chunk of my days was spent filling out these procurement uh, tenders. And when you see this, you're like, I was literally wasting years of my life. For what? I'm just on the HP website now looking at these specters. The spectras. No, spectras, Dan. Spectra. Oh, spectra. The, it's a different model. It's uh, higher, it's higher it's, spec. Oh, my bad, you know. Mm. Spectra laptop. Mm-hmm. Not found. It, it, <laughs> mm. it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't bode well as a supplier. When you can't even pronounce... What it is you are supplying. So the most expensive Spectre I could find, by the way, was 1.7 on the official HP website. The 360, you can, you can spec it out. If you get an HP, if you get an X360, you put an i9 in this there. This is an X360 i7, but you know. Yeah, put an i9, maybe ramp it up to 64 gigs RAM. You can, you, you can, you can ramp it up to maybe 2.5, 3. You won't get it to 3, no way, Zerifis. 2.5 max. There's a, there's a Dell 7520 workstation that I wanted to get. Remember when I was still... When I, when I, was, I was deciding between a, an XPS or the 7520. The 7520 is the same shell as an XPS mm. 17, but it's just got a it's got an Intel Xeon processor. It's really specced out. I think that one I'd specced it out to like 3.8. Why why would a why would why would a government ministry need a gaming machine? No, why Dad, would they need 179? They are doing they are doing very intense computational Bitcoin mining for the nation. But on the go, on the go, on the go, Bitcoin mining. Mm. You need, yeah, okay, actually, you're right. And you know, and this computational, like, dude, just the financial modeling for Zimbabwe's economy requires <laughs> all the computing power we can. The get. more number, <laughs> the more zeros you add. I mean, you know, you yeah. need yeah. Every, every time Tuli says something, <laughs> ah, you just you can just see graphics cards overeating across <laughs> the nation. <laughs> Congratulations as we move on in our gagaga to uh, Zimbabwean midfielder Marshall Munetsi, who plays for Stade de Reims in France uh, as uh, news broke this week. Actually, today as we're recording that he uh, got married, traditionally at least, because he paid Lobola and did the traditional things to his uh, longtime girlfriend, whose name we are not given, and I'm kind of glad. Actually, I see the name over here, but I'm not going to say it because it seems like they were trying to hide the name. Mm. But it's cool. Um yeah, congratulations, my dude. She's based in Germany. Shout out to Team Plus 49 out there. One way do Philip. I'm laughing at something totally different. Oh. I'll tell you just <laughs> We've got uh we've got several patrons out in Jermaine. Uh congratulations, Marshall Munetzi. Moving on. Um Philip, why is your picture on this article? What's happening? That's what I'm also trying to ascertain. <laughs> <laughs> There's an article on music in Africa, mm-hmm. um, the African music website. Um, <laughs> SA Music Industry valued at 2 billion rand in 2020. 
This is according to a Sounds of the South report. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a picture of from the two broke Trimbos shoot of Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I I need to do another shoot because people keep overusing this photo, bro. So anyway, long story short, um, uh, as you guys might know, there's a, there's another uh, a music business uh, collective that I'm part of called Sounds of the South. Um, we recently dropped a report. Um, shout out to Music in Africa uh, for hosting it. Uh, which we discussed the size of the music industry in South Africa. We would want to do one in Zimbabwe as well, but the data is scarce. But it's definitely on the cards, which is why I'm being undertaking some of these music industry projects um, as of late. So I'm looking forward to getting that information and data. Uh, but in short, the South African music industry, roughly estimated in 2020, is around 2 billion rand. It's uh, slated to grow. So there will be follow-on reports. And at least now we have a baseline. Uh, for us to start measuring this information with. So I am actually, I'm not as, a, they initially had said I'm the MD. I'm not, I'm just the spokesperson. And I was like, yo, my man, can you not put the, oh, what I was laughing about is, I said, yo, instead of putting my face there, can you not put the Sounds of the South logo as the header image? And if you must put an image of me, put it down at the bottom. But if you look closely down, what he did do is he just took the Sounds of the South image and superimposed it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the corner of my face. Yeah. Which makes it all the more better. Well, look, you know, these are, these were our finest pictures. So. <laughs> there are better pictures. Let <laughs> you change them. Let you change them. On the so website. that's interesting. So the, the entire South African music industry was valued at 2 billion rand or in US dollars, 113 million US dollars. Mm. I'm trying to decide if that's high or low. Um, what does this take into consideration? Um, this this took into consideration the collections by collecting management societies, um, live performances that were reported, and also radio play. Okay, so this so th- this doesn't take into consideration the, for example, assets of uh, labels and uh, music companies, um, production houses. That, 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 that would require them to release their balance sheets, which they and full audits and whatnot. Yeah. Okay, so in that case, so this is just like, this uh, is this is more about just generation, like kind of like. For that year, this is what was generated. Oh, generated. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Does it take into account live uh, events as well? To a certain degree, yeah. Well, the registered ones, because, you know, you can't, you can't cover everything. So there's, there's so many blind spots, but at least it gives you a baseline. Interesting. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Two billion rand. Well, there's money in music, but it's going to grow, obviously. Mm. So what do you think Zimbabwe is sitting at? What I, I think what's worth mentioning as well is that 2020 was a COVID year, at least half of it. Mm-hmm. I wonder how that affected. Did that increase it by streams and plays or decrease it by fewer events? Well, the, the majority of, of revenue. So if you go through the report, Dan, you'll see that there's a, there's a whole breakdown of, of revenues per sector. You know? Um. Well, that's pretty much it now. Ga ga ga. Unless there's anything else you wanted to discuss, Philip. Nah, cool, cool. Just get some music, man. There's a lot of good music that dropped this weekend, bro. There is. I was kind of, I was kind of upset that uh, AKA and SEC decided to drop the day we dropped the podcast. I was like, guys, come on, come on, guys. That song is a banger. <sighs> you know, the, the, so in fact, let me, let me, let me, let me play it because I, I spoke about it. Um, but let me, let me play it. Give me a second. Let me load it up. Your Wi-Fi is really slow here, Dan. My Wi-Fi is blazing. What are you talking about? What are you talking about, Willis? Notice how the, the Zoom did not drop at all? 
mm. when we were doing our mental wellness Mondays episode, which will probably not be uploaded. <laughs> You're a bastard. What are you loading up? Would you like me to play it, Phil? Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the song. Lemons. No, man. I want to play Lemons. While no, you look for I it, wanted, I'm going to play no, Lemons. I wanted to play this. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I found it. This is the song I wanted to play. So Phantom Steez. Okay, let's do it like this. We see Lee, Alin Kids, Holomon, Nathan, Phantom Beats. I'm a beast in the streets. When I pee, push a pee. Got put on by Ricky Ricks on Nokia's Kima Phantom Steez. Wait, is this a like a collection of a rappers? Like a lot of rappers? Yeah, I heard this. Song care. Yes, I did hear this. So let me let it play, then I'll get to my point. I played that to just highlight. Okay. You can hear how far and above he is everyone else in the song. You can hear how effortlessly, eh, effortlessly he's bodying that beat. The wordplay. So AKA is an amazing rapper. But for reasons known best to AKA, he doesn't want to be a rapper. 
have you know this is a trend, Philip. Everyone who's done well, and let me not say everyone, but a lot of rappers who've done really well at rapping, for some reason, like just like so, I, yeah, I, I've done that, but I want to do. I think they feel. You know what I think it is. I've I've actually had long had a theory about this, and I don't know if this is what you're going to get to. I think because music snobs and music elites don't view rap as real music, and there's a certain level of uh, insecurities that come up when you are now reaching pinnacles and you are now dealing with the best producers, the best music engineers, the best you know in the, in the game, and you can almost feel their disdain for your style of music, which is just speaking fast, or maybe that's how it's viewed. And then now you're like, no, but what they really view as music is notes and singing and melodies and harmonies. And I think a lot of rappers are like, I've done rapping. I've proven I can done it. That's the easy part. I'm not going to go to something more difficult, which is the singing. I don't see it that way. I feel like you can either sing or you can't. If you can, then fine. Rapping is still harder, I think. But So that, that was my point. So on the first listen, um, so in fact, let, let me let me take it back. So, um, AKA has been on a bit of a, a media tour. So, the common narrative before the release of Lemonade was Lem- lemons. Sorry, yeah, lemon. It's lemons lemonade. Mm-hmm. Um, is Buzz Zonke has uh, sorry, not Buzz Zonke. Um, Super Mega, the Megacy has fallen off. Um, and what reason? Because his last three projects, outside of Touch My Blood. I've been somewhat questionable. And he also did an interview on the Sobering Podcast. Then I don't know if you had a chance to listen to it. Did you catch it? I did not listen to the whole podcast, so but he, I did he, see some talking points and some clips. He had some very, he had, he was, he had a very open, um, vulnerable conversation. Um, obviously, a lot of people who still believe AK was at fault or was an abuser to Anele were at fault with her death. Um, this this is not going to give you any form of um, solace or, or answers because he just speaks to himself. He, he does um, take some accountability for being emotionally abusive, which in itself is still abuse. Um, but he also then says that, you know, a case was opened, a case still hasn't been solved. Like, I would like them to wrap it up because I know I'm innocent and, and I'm also a victim in this because I lost a partner here. Um. But he also goes on to speak about the pressure he's been under musically and how he wasn't in the right mental space to make good music before and how now he's finally getting towards um, being in that place now. So going into that, I thought, okay, we might be getting old AKA back. You know what I mean? Or an evolution of levels AKA, not pop AKA, who I'm not really the biggest fan of. Um, Lemons seems to be like, Somewhat in the middle. And on first listen, I was kind of like, eh, I wish he was rapping more. But the song's grown on me. And I'm seeing it's, it's a fan favorite. So my musical taste has somewhat been skewed by having to think about radio as well. So I used to think this song would be a bang on radio. You know what I mean? And when, when you listen to song, this song would be a bang on radio. This song would be a bang on radio. And at some point, I started feeling that there's a blurring of lines in do I like this song or have I found something that, yo, this would be a bang on radio. Um, but I, I, I think in this case, I actually really like this. Also, we'll, we'll get back to it because AK loves sampling and, yep. and sampling is costing people a lot of money. 
we'll, we'll come to Kanye West. We need to add Kanye West to the talking points. I need to add that actually. the track hey more life pink pink the sight for so eyes dark days friends with you it's all right turn that pain to fuel let's survive ooh ooh now I'm stronger backstage in the coupe like Lusha spin moves in the paint like Jordan girlfriend on the boat is that's Taurus start signs Pull up and shine at nostril. Galaxy boy, that's culture. I've been on top for a long time. Champion cheats on my beat combines. People say hip hop died, that's nonsense. Thank God they showed their true colors. Switched up piano like bugs. All in my feelings, I can conceal it. I take it all away. I'm playing hard. And of course, Nasty C's verse. Mm. I love it. Mm. I love it. I love well, it. Were you also going for the tonsils? No. Now everything is alright. Everything is alright. See my new car, right? I pulled up to the show and they were sleeping. The energy was weak. I gave him some more vibe. That's my favorite bar. So I I get it. Obviously, rap aka dope, but like his pop songs, I can't, like mm. I can mess with them. I like them. Mm. I like them. I think I think aka is yeah, it's a hit maker, certified super mega. So what, what do you think of that sample? Um, like I like it. I like the beat. I like the overall. I can't place it. It's um lady. Hear me tonight, cause my feeling is just so right. Mm, yeah, okay. As we dance by the moonlight. I think it's a great song. And I like AK and Nasty C on a music on a on a music together. And I am a fan and I want to hear more and I look forward to whatever project mm. he's gonna put out. So just to be spicy, I'm going to test how spicy our listeners are. Yeah. So, guys, AKA did an interview, as you mentioned, on the Sobering Podcast. In that, the, sadly, there was a, a, mis, a, mis, a, mis, a misspeaking of sorts, as the host of the Sobering said that this was AKA's first ever podcast interview. Um, long-term fans of Two Broke Trimbers will know the real facts. Please correct them with receipts. So, uh, look. Guys, uh, not only have we done an interview with AKA, um, we have done a video interview with AKA. And it was not easy to get this interview, Philip. We had to I go know, to we his worked, hotel. We worked. We worked that day. We had to go camp at his I, hotel. Are you forgetting? Like, I, no, not even that. I had to speed through Harare, Russia, or traffic. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go to Southerton to pick up Kati. 
come back from Southerton with Cutty and his equipment. Shout out to Cutty Beats though, man. <laughs> Shout out to Cutty Beats. Come back, go to the hotel, and we just had to camp. Wait for AKA and um, and Rich Mahog uh, to be done with whatever they were doing. They came down. Then we had to go look. Well, they were with us. Look and scout for a place to interview them. <laughs> and and what was what what was cool was. AKA was like, he was cool with it all. You know what I mean? Like he was, I don't know. I thought like, I, I, I guess maybe because he's, he has this whole impression or gives a whole impression of being just like this arrogant snob or whatever. But I thought like, yo, we're going to have to be so apologetic. I was like, nah, cool. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, and I was just like, oh, yeah, cool dude. But, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously. Back again with a fresh new episode. It's Dan and Phil. And Look at that quality audio. And we managed to get AKA to sit down with us. What's up, fam? What's going on, brother? Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, man. So just so you know what Two Broke Twimbos is, Twimbos means Zimbabweans on Twitter. Yeah, I'm, Back I'm, in the day, <laughs> like, it's cringy. Huh? It's quite cringy. What year was this? How many years this ago was this? was 2015. Yeah, you should be doing this for a long time, bro. Look, um, growth. We thank God for growth. We thank God for growth. But shout out, shout out to AKA for being on his actual first podcast, which was Two Broke Twimbles. Um, any other new music, Philip? Yes, there's plenty plus. Plenty, um, there's Nasty's new single. He dropped a whole project. I was an army. What are you talking about? He did drop a whole project, but he released one single. Um, he's dropped quite a few, actually. So there were a few that dropped. Um, Stalling dropped. Can't Imagine dropped already. Um, he just dropped a video for Let's Go. Um, and Extravagant. I, I like this one with, uh, this is A, with Blackie and MT. Yeah, try to figure out how to go about it. I sit right through the cap and next I got the nerve to lie about it. My slide don't mess with you, then it's no question. I'm co-signing. Hopping out the mad black and an all black fit. I'm ghost riding. I'm make the cash back flip. No hands, I get entertained by it. Touching got through with the atlas and the way I kind of have a slant out here. Making sure the flow, make them hoes choreo. Yeah, let them dance by it. Going to the fans, to be honest, only time I'm getting real cash out. So yeah, so some dope hip hop coming through from South R. Um, uh, anything else interesting, you Philip? In Zim was quite quiet actually this this past week in terms of new releases. There's a couple of dancehall releases. Um, we had, do you know we hardly ever paid dancehall here? Ooh, okay. This is going to be our first listen, both of us, to this song. Mm-hmm. So, have you heard of an artist named Tawanda Gold? Uh, isn't that uh, I was with him this weekend? Jeez, Louise. Tanda Gold is uh, Trevor Dongo's artist. Yes, yes. So uh, yes, I've heard this song. Yeah, yeah. He so Trevor Dongo is really pushing him. In fact, the song was dropped on Trevor Dongo's channels, mm-hmm. which I found a little weird. But you know, mm-hmm. maybe it's a strategy. Uh, the song is called Ndamuda. Mm. Shout, shout out to Trevor Dongo Good guy We've got a hero with him Ooh, I'll play for you after this Ooh. 
Kind of dope in a nostalgic throwback to Urban Grooves way. Let's see how it. Uh, let's see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. Um, uh, apart from that, yeah, like I was saying, there there isn't really that much um, coming out from uh, from Zim. There was uh, Sekala's album. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no, no, not Sekala's album. I I apologize. It was. Uh, can't even see who it is anymore mm. there was some there was some dancehall person who released an album recently mm. and i can't remember who mm. it was mm. wow then you really are supposed i didn't to. listen to it you need to call freeman to to make up for this <laughs> um skanda skanda republic dropped skanda republic 3 dropped banger obviously sete is the song of the summer that's the aka and one uh no no that's the youngster and black one Oh no, sorry, Sete, yeah, um, the KO Youngstown and Black. Yes, yes. Yeah, 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 sorry, 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 my bad, Lemon Lemonade. It looks like Demon has been taken off. Huh. So, the song with Ruger doesn't seem to be available. Yeah, it's gone. What? Even on the streaming services. Let me see. Yep, the song with Ruger's gone. <laughs> wow, interesting. Ah, uh, well... This song here with Sako Dia and Pabi Malloy. Oh, sorry, Pabi Cooper. This is dope. Hey. Full court pressing if you ain't gonna fold a loose shot. Have you, have you given us a sample yet? Nope. Rappers been moving like sheep, so it ain't no goats. I stay on road. Two seater winners ain't any. Why I gotta lay low for? None of mine. Let's lay the number, my belly say. Cover them pass like a little man. Tati calf, tati calf, body gap, shallow laugh. Tata my chance, tata my million. Jimmy Yas, a chance, billion. Minae, song, sape for more. Yo, silent goods. Marutelo love, ngangzel, mobus. Some shangest dudes, but you pass up, pass up, but nine girls. Billy came a long way from his spike cost. I'm no good to create fish meal, but my five cost compliments to the chefy bill, but my five blocks. I'm putting one up in the sky, I'm kite dust. S come, cut the lights off, but it's all good. These VVs on my neck, but to shine off. PTSD, I need to pick as a guy called. Bro, it's a chain, it's a chain, it's a chain. All right, all right, all right. Sounds good, sounds good. Have you been paying any attention at all to, I already know the answer to this, but the big Zulu and Casper in your vest beef. 
Yes, Casper just dropped a song earlier today. What do you think? <laughs> oh, Chester. Ah, Chester, how you doing, dog? Chester's grown so big, man. He's really, really so, so sizable. So this, 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 this smaller dog, why does it look so stressed? It looks like it's been through some tough times. Was it a rescue? You know, I was also asking, I was asking Dima, like, what's going on with this dog? And he was like, no, it got ran over by a car and I felt bad. <laughs> well, you can't laugh, Phil. What the hell? You can't laugh at that. So you just picked up a dog on the street? No, no. <laughs> Dima brought roadkill home, bruh. <laughs> Right down through the wire. Oh, so you've got principles enough not to talk about Casper versus Big Zulu. But this is where... Wow. 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 Look, we're going to find a song to end the show with, but I, I think we're going to... Of course we're, we know a song to end the show with. Them. Yeah, there's plenty of songs to end the show Dan, with. Dan, I don't know if you know, but Haller's latest release is uh is, is dropping. Friday. By the time this episode drops, Halu's release will be out. The full debut offering. Love it. From, from Halu. You know, shout out to everyone who's and been you know, involved. The, the streets are buzzing because they don't know who he is, you know? Literally everyone I'm asking, like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, but then again, I'm asking people in music, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the general consumer, it's a, it's a great, it's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's good to, to, to generate interest, you know, just. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'll show you something after this. So, um, um, shout out to Halu, and uh, we are waiting to hear that release on Friday, which comes at the same time as this podcast. Mm. Is that what we're going to end with? Yeah, I'll send. I'll send you. In fact, no, you've got them already. Yeah. So I think I think we'll end with Gango because you know that's my favorite meal. Gango. Do you like Gango, Dad? I am a huge fan of Gango. Mm. So we shall end this with Gango from Halu, brand spanking new. Um, in fact, when you hear this podcast, then uh, you'll be you'll also be able to access it since it's coming out on Friday. Free duck. Right. Um, Gango is over there. Oh, I've got it over here. Mm. All right. Um, I guess that's going to wrap it up for us today. Um, thank you very much for chi- for chilling with us. And as we've mentioned, we're going to take a short break uh, to allow us to travel and recharge a little bit, and we will be back again. Time, time. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. Don't, don't go, touch that dial. Don't touch that dial. Um, we appreciate your support. Tubrooktumos.com forward slash donate. Um, I'm wary of this becoming white noise because you just hear it all the time. It's just like, no, 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 no. Just please just actually go there. You know what I mean? Just drop a Patreon just to show support for the pod. Man, we've been doing that. We just told you that we did an interview in 2015, bruh. Mm. That's wild. We've been working, bruh. We are documenting the culture, people. Please drop a comment if you can. And you know what? If you donate, we'll get Freeman on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that would be a dope interview, to be honest. Yeah. If we get five new patrons, we're getting Freeman. Yeah. I think that would be dope. For the galas. He, he must explain why he cut out. Did you see, did you see that? Uh, oh, I forgot to put it in our talking points now, I think like two weeks ago. So, there was a picture taken. That had Freeman. Oh, <laughs> Holy Ten, Winky D, and an artist from Blaweo whose name is Huabarati. But very few people know Huabarati because he's not as, obviously, he's not as big as the other three yet nationwide, but he's got quite a following in Blaweo. And so the, 
I think Holy Ten posted the picture of all four of them. And then Freeman also posted the picture, but he cropped out Hwabarat. And that just led to a whole conversation. You see how Harare treats us. You see how Harare artists and Shona people are treating the Bele Chijiji. Mm. And I was like, yo, I mean, why would you do that knowing the current climate? Like, don't, don't do that, man. It's like, it's like, if you're, if you're a white artist mm. and you put out a song to praise the police, maybe you feel that way. And if you had done it 10 years ago, no one would have batted an eyelid. But in the current climate, mm. like you got to read the room what's going on. Mm. You know what I mean? Anyway. You can answer why when you bring him up. If you are in, in Freeman's team, please know that we are, we are not going to be putting him in a tough, a tough spot. We like to promote artists, not to tear them down. Okay. Mm. All right. Um, yeah, so thank you very much, guys. We're going to end with uh, Gango from Halu, something fresh new, some Afro tech that you might love. And we will catch you after next of next week. Mm. Right? We yeah. are. <laughs> <laughs>